0: We're talking about restaurants that portray themselves as healthy, quote-unquote healthy. And when you start to dive in and you go in, you start to ask questions, start to educate yourself, you're going to uncover a lot of, I like to say, sneaky ingredients. There's a lot of sneaky ingredients in, quote-unquote, health restaurants.
1: All right, everyone, welcome to Heal By Self. Man, 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 I have a show for you today. For over the past year, I've been trying to get my friend, Amber, she's a chef onto the show. And it's not to just talk about healthy foods and what we should be eating for this and what we should be eating for that and more of this and less of that. You guys are experts in that. At this point, we've talked so much about it, but a lot of you love going out to eat. And guess what? When you go out and dine out, we don't really know what's in our food. So guess what? this show is going to be an expose about what's going on behind the doors of your restaurant that you may love more than anything. The restaurant you may be frequenting over and over and over may just be breaking some of the really, really cardinal rules of a healthy restaurant. So, The reason why I was so excited about this is because I never worked at a restaurant. I don't know what goes on at a restaurant. I don't know how they're cutting corners. I don't know what substances they're using on certain foods that may be making you sick or just uncomfortable. So it's something to really bring to your awareness that when we dine out, we can do it better. When we dine out, even if the restaurant isn't doing right by us, We can ask and make decisions for ourselves that are going to keep our body healthy. Because no one wants to go out to eat, come home, feel like crap, and the next day feel like crap. And some of you might experience that without even knowing that it was the dinner you had at this restaurant that cost it. So Amber is the expose queen. She's going to give us all of the things that you need to look out for every single time you go out to eat. I'm really excited about this show. Talk about empowerment, right? I want you all to grab your paper, grab a pen, but if you're driving, just don't get it in your memory bank. But if you're not, grab a paper pen. I want you to write down the rules that Amber is gonna go over, because it's gonna really, really play a major part for now and the rest of your life. Make sure you tell your friends, send this episode to your friends, because it's gonna be a really important one. So sit back, relax, get your notepad out, and let's get into this awesome guest segment with Amber Caudill. All right, everyone, I have had this friend in my life for so long and she is an awesome chef and she has a fantastic, fantastic restaurant over in Hermosa Beach. If you've ever been to California called Source Cafe, best of the best. Now look, when we were talking before my friend Amber Caudill coming on the show, she's a chef, we were talking about what do we wanna talk about? What do we wanna bring to light? And one thing that really came up was the restaurant industry. How many of you, wherever you live, are looking for a healthy restaurant? Maybe you live on one of the coast cities and you have a lot of restaurant choices. Maybe in your town there's one or two. How can you make the best informed decisions and not fall for all the greenwashing that is coming from these restaurants, all the buzzwords? What are the things we can ask our restaurant to make sure that we're getting the best dish in front of us over and over? I mean, we love going out to eat. We love going out on date nights, right? Let's make an informed decision, go into the best ones. Thank you for coming on the show, Amber.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm stoked. I'm so pumped. I woke up this morning. I was like, I'm so excited. We finally get to have this conversation. (laughs) Yes. For
1: those of you, for the viewers and listeners who don't know you, you have a very passionate fire around food. Yes. Not only uh, making healthy food, creating beautiful dishes, uh, innovative dishes, but also now the dark side of the food industry, right? All of the now health and healthy foods that are coming from just, you know, packaged goods that we see in the in the supermarket, but also now the restaurants that yeah. we've been talking about. Yeah. So right from the get-go, uh, just let's clear up the air right now. Are the majority of health food restaurants out there just really
0: crappy restaurants? I would say yes. Okay. And I want to say that I'm not a a hater of the restaurant business, and I'm not trying to bash anyone, and we're not going after, we're not talking about Italian restaurants, chain restaurants, corporate restaurants, McDonald's, ice cream. We're talking about restaurants that portray themselves as healthy, quote unquote healthy. And when you start to dive in and you go in, you start to ask questions, start to educate yourself, you're going to uncover a lot of, I like to say, sneaky ingredients. There's a lot of sneaky ingredients in quote unquote health restaurants and especially restaurants that have health in the name or health food in that name or healthy conscious in the name. We can't always believe what they're they're giving us. So yeah. unfortunately I do I know a lot of restaurateurs that have healthy restaurants. They have put a lot of integrity in the food and into their menu. And I really appreciate that. So I don't want to say all of them, but yes, I would say the majority, yes, are sneaky. And it's confusing for me. So I think this is a really important conversation today to help really inspire people to take control of their health by being more aware. Yeah. So uh,
1: before we get into those weeds, right, the specifics, what's Mm -hmm. happening in restaurants, what do we look for? Sure. In your opinion, is it a integrity thing? Is it someone going, okay, I know what I need to use, I know what I can do to make these the healthiest dishes that I can make, but I'm gonna cut cost. Or is it a thing like, I just wanna open a healthy restaurant, but
0: I don't know what healthy is? I think it's a cost thing. Yeah, I think it's I think it's two, but I think it's more. It's a cost thing. I mean, infl- we're going through inflation. If anybody's been to the grocery store lately, you know, organic produce, organic goods in general, very expensive. And so it's a it's a cost thing. It's a way. I mean, if I wanted to sacrifice my integrity and I wanted to switch to all conventional produce and vegetable and seed oils. I would make a lot of money, right? okay? Because a case of celery, conventional celery versus a case of organic celery, I mean, it's about a $65, $70 difference. It's a lot. So it's, believe me, there's been moments where I'm like, gosh, if I could just like sub out those non-organic strawberries, like I could like make a little extra buck, but I'm not going to feed anything to you that I wouldn't feed. To my family or eat myself, right? So I think it's a it's a cost thing, unfortunately, right now.
1: Okay, yeah, it's We're, a cost thing, and, and and that makes sense. Yeah, um, you know, people want to make and earn a living. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well balanced from the inside out. And you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier and you want something truly effective that is safe, Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best and they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Allie Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you asked me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum. Isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alitura Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed, and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience approved is not only delicious, apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication is my favorite is their dedication to purity and safety their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides toxins and harmful mycotoxins those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health causing issues like liver and kidney damage digestive problems brain fog and fatigue Purity coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity, and this is important because we have to understand, coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee, and the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy, boosting compounds with every sip. Purity coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health for 30% off of your first purchase that is p u r i t y c o f f e e.com and use the code drg for 30% off of your order. What is happening in the restaurant industry that us the average consumer like me yeah. doesn't know about?
0: Okay. So, first off, I want to talk about the buzzwords cuz I think the buzzwords lure you in when you're going into the into a restaurant of yes, healthy, made with love, farm to table, fresh, alkaline, wholesome, plant-derived, even vegan and gluten-free. And so automatically as a consumer, you're like, oh, cool, check all the boxes. This quote unquote restaurant is good for me and healthy. So the biggest thing to start to look at, I mean, I think the big thing that we're both very passionate about are the vegetable oils and the seed oils, because really that's a way that restaurants are cutting their costs. That's a, a big way. Okay. If you think you're eating something like a grilled, say, fish salad with some vegetables and maybe some berries, then it looks healthy on paper, right? And then just start to ask questions that the dressing could be soy oil. It could have corn oil, canola oil, grapeseed oil. And most marinades, sautés, sauces, any type of dressing, anything saucy or dressing, probably 95% has some sort of vegetable or seed oil in it. You have to really educate and start asking yourself. So I think that's the sneakiest part, especially if there's a beautiful menu, it looks healthy and clean on paper. When you start getting to all the marinades and the dressings, that's where you really get in trouble. I mean, I'm so sensitive in my body that I'll go out to eat and it happens to me still. I'll think that I just made a really educated choice and I'll go home and I immediately feel hungover. I'm bloated. I'm gassy. I have a headache. I had to take a nap the other day an hour after I ate because... I'm very tuned in with my body, but I know it was because some seed oils were snucked in. Right. So I, you know, unfortunately we can't always believe the brilliant marketing on the menu and believe everything we see. And I do want to talk about marketing for a minute because this is another way that this is something maybe people don't know. So the biggest restaurant search engines are Yelp and Google. So when you type in your word, whether it's healthy or plant based, Restaurants can pay for their restaurant to be at the top of those searches. So that's not real either, right? And so you can't believe it. And so I know I've been out of town before and I've, I've searched something and Chipotle came up and I was yeah, like, that's yeah. not what I was looking for. So those are a couple t- key things too. Yeah. Yes. To,
1: th- to think about, you know, yeah. you're looking for something, but there's yes. a pay to play type deal. Yeah. and And when we go back to the seed oils thing, you know, this is where I see this sort of shift that's happening you know like Mm -hmm. we go back on all this data right and it's saying okay no seed oils are safe you can have canola oil yeah you can have the soy oil it's not going to affect you yeah but clinically and and experientially so many people are removing them from their diet or you know reducing going out to eat or asking questions at the restaurant and feeling better so my personal experience is i know that if I go to a restaurant and I know if they're using oils that are really poor quality, not an avocado or an oil or coconut oil or something, they're using poor quality oils, it feels like I have a brick in my stomach. It's it's interesting because it's like, my stomach says no more food. It literally stops me from being hungry. I get hungry less during the meal. I don't even finish the meal. Whereas I know if it's a really pure quality meal, I go for seconds. Yeah. My body's like more <laughs> nutrients, more. Interesting. If that resonates with the viewer and listener, check, check it out. How are you responding if you sort of remove the seed oils? You know? Um, again, like th- there's a lot of people gonna say, Looks, and the literature says it's fine and it's safe. And rightfully so, okay. But what is your experience? That's a big thing.
0: It's a huge thing. And I always encourage people when I'm coaching them of saying, like, tune into your body. Yeah. So Right, like your our body has all the wisdom. We just we ignore it. Right, our body has all the answers. And so, if there's a symptom coming up, and you go out to eat, and you come home, and you're bloated, you're gassy, you're fatigued, you have brain fog, everyone says, "Oh no, it was just like the beans I ate or whatever." It's like, well, then maybe you need to take a deeper look. Try cutting out seed oils for a week, and then. Go out to eat or cook your own food. And how do you feel? Like tune into your body. And once somebody gets a taste of feeling really good, then they realize how bad they felt their whole life, right?
1: Right. 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 <laughs> right. Cause, which, which speaks so much to the human organism. We adapt so easily yep. to even something that feels so crappy. And we then do. it's our new normal very it's fast. It's our new normal.
0: Yeah. It's just another cap of caffeine, mm-hmm. another another thing of sugar or whatever it is to keep us going. We're just kind of used to it. It's the new normal. I did it for years, decades until I figured it out.
1: So going back to the oils, what I I mean, I was just in Santa Fe and yeah. I asked for a side, the, the dressing mm-hmm. on the side. Oh, it was a non-vegan dressing. So I asked for olive oil on the side okay. or the oil on the side. Smart. And I'm looking at it and it is like clear. It's like almost clear with a tint of oily brown or gold. And I'm looking at it and I was like, this ain't olive oil. I go, I was just thinking about how, you know, like I put olive oil on some of my salads or whatever I'm eating and it's like thick and golden. It's it's actually dark. and And I'm looking at myself and I go, I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna smell it. It had no smell. So what happened in that
0: moment? Okay, I love that you brought this up. I'm very passionate about this. So olive oil blends are... They're very sneaky. I used them in my first restaurant about 12 years ago when the quality of the ingredients was not my first intention. It was an Italian restaurant. And olive oil blends come in different blends. There's 90-10, 80-20, 70-30, meaning that the 10, the 20, and the 30% are olive oil, and the rest is a blend of canola, rapeseed, grapeseed, corn, soy, who knows what it is. So when you're smelling your oil and you see that it has – flavorless and it has no smell and it's clear, it's probably was like a 90-10. So when you're eating out and you say, may I have a side of olive oil? For me, I say, hey, I have an allergy to most oils and I need to have a pure olive oil, please. Wow. So you have to ask that because unfortunately, it's, a, it's cheaper. Obviously, pure olive oil is much more expensive than a 90-10%. And since we're on this, I have to touch on hot food bars. I have to touch on it. And so one of the grocery stores in our areas, I went in, they got me, they got me good. So I just want to help educate, okay? Because if it gets me, I know it's getting some listeners. So I walked in and it was about six different roasted vegetables, roasted grilled eggplant, organic carrots, and they were all listed. The first one was actually organic roasted carrots and olive oil. So I was like, sweet, perfect, loaded up all the vegetables. Meanwhile, as I'm going down the line, they're all not organic. And I didn't check the oils in all of them. I go home, I eat, felt like crap, brick in my stomach, had to lay down. I go back to investigate. And the first one was an organic vegetable with olive oil. The second one was roasted eggplant with olive oil blend. Oh, it's an olive oil blend. (laughs) And then the second one was like an organic with an olive oil. I was like, whoa, that is sneaky. Ooh, so really pay attention to that olive oil blend. Like, it's it's big. So yeah. if I'm
1: at a restaurant and and in that moment when I was on vacation yeah. just last weekend and I said, um, I would I, I can't really have any of the other oils I get I have an allergy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would like an olive oil pure, pure olive pure oil. Pure olive oil. They do have, have that, that in the back somewhere. They
0: have that in the back for okay. sure.
1: Okay, okay. They I prob
0: see. they definitely do.
1: Okay. That's really powerful hack.
0: It is. Because
1: how many restaurants or how many of us get, you know, oil on our salad or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay. So then this brings me to this. Let's say now I'm getting something grilled, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm getting a veggie burger, eggplant, people getting fish grilled or chicken or whatever it is. How how do we not know they're grilling in just a big bed of something that's gonna make us really sick, like mozzola or right. corn oil or something oh, like yeah. that? Is it is that usually the the order of operations for these companies?
0: So if you have a grill, a huge big grill, and I order a piece of fish, right? The grill is so hot and they usually like have to scrub it just to have a nice mark on the piece of fish, right? So in terms of like that kind of safety, that's burned off. And I say, I need olive oil. I need my fish to be grilled in olive oil and searing and anything else like that. Again, you can ask for olive oil. It's not just going to be on a contaminated with a bunch of other oils, but I make it very clear to the server, hey, I have an allergy to vegetable and seed oils. This is really important. So I can't have a blend. I have to have a pure olive oil. Wow. And um, that's, yeah.
1: And and they'll it's, be able to grill it in that olive yes, oil? Yes. They'll be able
0: to, oh, ma- wow. unless it's already pre-marinated, but usually they can ha- get a little bowl and they can marinate it right there with some salt, pepper, and I keep it really simple. I don't go for marinades when I go out to eat. I'm like, I want a plain piece of fish grilled with olive oil, salt, and pepper. And I'm talking about basic restaurants. We're on the go. I'm not talking about the chef-driven restaurant right. where I have friends that own that at the bottom of the menu, they list the farms and the yes, farmers yes, they yes, have yes, relationships yes. with. And maybe a couple ingredients will sneak in that aren't my favorite, but I'm gonna feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I'm yeah. So. I love
1: I love these this conversation because yeah. Uh, this applies to everyone. Yeah, We all, at some point, decide to go out to eat. Most of us, I mean, I go out to eat once, maybe twice a week, you know? Um, so, so what else are things that we need to be looking out for on the menu, in the restaurants, uh, different foods? What else comes to mind?
0: Okay, so one thing that comes to mind is some restaurants will put organic in front of just a couple of the items on the menu. And that can be really misleading. So like it's gotten me before where the organic greens and there's an organic corn tortilla, but the chicken is free range. The eggs are free range. Berries are conventional. And so there's like they pepper in the word organic. And then when you start to ask questions and investigate, it's it's not. And for me, I'm definitely not going to eat free range chicken. <laughs> there's uh-huh. no regulation on on free range chicken. At all. And so how, so should,
1: how should we, before you even go, yeah. how should people be looking for, if the chicken eaters out there, what should they be looking for?
0: So I would look for organic chicken. Okay. I would look for wild fish. Just, there are sustainable fisheries that are clean and usually they're written on the menu because people are proud to right. spend a I've little seen that before. M- um, extra money to source from this fishery, right? So that's really special. You can look for grass fed, pasture raised. Those are all really great words. What about eggs? Eggs. For me, pa- pasture-raised organic.
1: Pasture-raised organic. Right, because
0: free-range is, is sneaky, y'all. Free-range, there's no regulation with free-range. So when people throw free-range in front of their turkey, in front of their chicken and their eggs, it just means that the chickens get to go outside for a little bit. Like there's no, there's zero regulations yeah. for the GMO feed. Who knows what antibiotics are being injected into the bird? I mean, I have no idea. So dirty. Right. Those are dirty birds.
1: Free range towards everything, basically. Free range under the sun. Yeah, it's in, it's,
0: it's nothing. Yeah. I got
1: I got a funny side note. I went to this Indian uh, restaurant in um, where was it? Mountain View, California. Uh, right in the bay area and it said free range tofu and I was staring at it, I go, what the hell is this? Uh, I took a picture of it, I put it on my Instagram. That's this was great. Year, maybe four or five years ago. Uh, I was laughing because I was like, funny. I don't know if that's a joke or they meant, yeah. I don't know but if that they're was using a typo. Yeah they're using all the all the things. But all on the it. words to pull all you on. And even
0: natural, y'all, like if it says I don't know, a natural juice or a berry. Of course it's natural. It's a it's a it's, it's a blueberry, right? It's from earth. Um so yeah, those are it's the the buzzwords g- can get you. Freshly farm to table and fresh farm to table, farm to table, if it was really farm to table, they'd be going to the regenerative farm and having a relationship with the farmers market and then creating their beautiful food, but that doesn't mean that they're buying from these big ven- vendors. Like right. there used to be a restaurant in my area it was farm to table, and I saw the trucks that pulled up back. Like I know those purveyors. I u- I used to use them at my old restaurant, and I right. was like, "This is not farm to table, y'all." Like wow. I see the boxes going in. Like, so people say farm to. So oh, people yeah. just say farm to table, yes. and it doesn't even
1: mean anything. No, it
0: does not. To be well, careful.
1: So so when we look at that fine print, should it say farm to table, proudly sourced from Smith exactly. Farm there you go. in, in Westchester and or saw something the like farms,
0: that? right? Ah, uh, so
1: we need, to, we need to know, okay, okay, yeah. where's it coming from? Yeah, yeah. I see. And that's okay. just
0: putting a little bit more integrity into it.
1: I, I love that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah. we, we talked about these marinades. We talked yeah. about like kind of staying away from all of the sauces. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, if you tolerate it and you got an iron stomach, like, there you go. like my, dad, my dad, my dad can eat anything. Yeah, Take some enzymes, but yeah. a lot of us are very sensitive. now. Yeah. Let's go, let's go to these, these juices, like the coffees, the the matchas, you know, this is, this is, I love going to breakfast places. I love going to brunch places, you know? So what do we need to be looking out for?
0: Okay. Let's start with coffee bars. Let's, let's start with talking about milks. Let's talk about this oat craze that has swept the nation. So the the oat milk craze has completely swept the nation. And I know you've spoken about Oatly and I'm not going to name a bunch of brands today, but... You know, I can't compete. My restaurant, The Source Cafe, we have a great coffee program. We make all of our own milks. And when you go into a Starbucks or a corporate coffee place, right anywhere, and you get a creamy four-dollar oat milk latte, and it's super, super creamy, and it's probably really delicious. First of all, the red flag can be one, it's like four to five dollars, and two, it's really creamy, and you can start to ask. What type of milk do you use? Can I see the box? I'm the girl that goes out to eat. I'm like, I need to see the box, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Because it's probably has 20 grams of sugar. There's all kinds of conventional white sugar in it. And it's loaded with rapeseed oil, canola oil. And my oat milk's made with hemp seeds and a little olive oil sometimes to bind with the oats because you have to have a little fat, but I can't compete with it. And I've tried like dozens of recipes. I just can't compete with the the store-bought processed oat milk because of how much is processed ingredients are in it and I went into a local tea place um, near me, super cute and hipster. And I was like, oh, okay, there's some things on the menu that I can have. I went in and was going to get like an avocado toast and a tea. And I said, oh, what kind of milks do you have? And the two young girls were like, oh, we just carry oat milk. And I said, oh, why is that? They were like, well, it's the healthiest. And Mm. I said, oh, can I see your box, please? Mm. And the second ingredient was rapeseed oil. And then, of Mm. course, you have non-organic oats, which we know has glyphosate. So they kind of looked at me and I just explained to them gently why I would just be ordering my tea loose leaf with water. So wow. Right. And yeah. So it's so the box milks are are get wild. And I think another red flag is when you're eating out is, you know, my coffees and teas and other people that put integrity into their coffees um, and make their own milks. I mean, your latte should be seven to eight bucks. If you're getting an organic matcha latte with homemade almond milk or oat milk, it it should be more expensive. Right. So if it's four fifty, then ask some like start asking some questions. Right. right, I see, I see. So it's a red flag and going into the price structure too with juice bars. So I'm really passionate about this because half of my concept are freshly made organic juices, okay? And I appreciate my competitors that have juice bars that are also charging 12 to $14 for an organic juice because they're using organic produce. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, I mean, just the price of organic um, celery, right? It's It's a significantly... A big difference. So there was a juice bar that I walked into near my dentist office a couple weeks ago and I haven't, I had never been there. And the big sign out front, it pulled me in and it said, fresh, cold pressed, alkaline juice. And I was like, oh, great. All right. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to find a little snack. And so I walked in and it smelled great. I was like, this is cute. And I said, oh, is all of your produce organic? And they said, no, but it's all alkaline. I was like, well, i cool. It is all alkaline, right? It's spinach. And it's going to be alkaline it's anyway. It's going to be alkaline, yeah. but brilliant. First of all, because you all are almost got me, right. but the juices were seven, seven 50, $8. And we know what's sprayed on our crops, unfortunately. Right. Right. And my gut, and then I'm on this journey of healing my gut and my hormones. I can't take the risk. So if your juice is $7 and there's a very big nationwide cold press juice chain, their juices are seven ish bucks mine are 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. And on their menu, it says plant-based food with no added sugars or preservatives. Yeah. Well, I hope that they're, you're not adding white sugar to my right, juice right, right. and preservatives to my greens. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, give me a fresh juice. Thank you. Give me a fresh juice. Right? Yeah, yeah. So again, it pulls you in. And one of the biggest complaints that I get is like, wow, chef, your food's so expensive and your juices are so expensive. And I can go down the street and get five of their juices for the price of two of yours. And I'm like, well, you pay for what you get. Yeah. And I believe that we pay now or we pay later. Yeah. And so those are some other kind of tips of, you know, it's too good to be true kind of when you get a six dollar green juice and you can just kind of ask what what's going on with that and ask for the milks and if they're making the milks and
1: Yeah. You know, this is an important part of this because These are things that people often drink daily Daily. or a few times a week, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about matcha and coffee. This is an everyday thing for so many people. It really is. Juices, maybe a few times a week, Mm -hmm. right? Or even every day for some people. So if you're not making this at home and you're buying it, this is essential information. It's essential. You need to be paying attention. What is the quality of the matcha? And then also, what are they putting in the matcha? What is the quality of coffee? And what are they putting in the coffee? And the juices, like... You got to get the fresh stuff, you know. And I would actually recommend just doing it at home at that point, yeah. right? Like if you're going up the street and you're getting a no added sugars, no preservatives, alkaline juice, yeah, you know, you're getting got by that company. You're getting got. You're getting got, right? And 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 <laughs> I, I know I I share the pain of making juices. Yeah. Like it's hard for me to spend 20 minutes like juicing and then cleaning. It's it is a process. It is. But but can actually this is this brings up a good question. If I make a juice. Can I seal them with mason jars and keep them up for a few days? Or how long are they really going to last to be fresh juice?
0: I guess if you have a small cold press juicer at home. Cold press, yeah. Cold press, then yeah, they'll last for two to three days. But if it's just your regular old... The high heat one. The high heat one, $20. Right, Exactly. And I mean, it's best to drink that within 30 minutes. Wow, okay, yeah. so it, yeah.
1: if if you're gonna store your juices and you're trying to go on a juicing journey, mm-hmm. right, and just yeah. make it part of your life, which I actually love. Me too. As long as you're not putting like pineapple and apple right. and a banana in there, yeah, exactly. you know, make it, right. make it a vegetable right. juice, maybe just a little bit of some stuff yeah. in there, um, then get a cold press. Get a cold press, about. yeah. Okay. It's
0: worth the investment if you add up all the times you go out and you buy a juice. Just get a cold press. I think they're two to three hundred bucks online. Long term, and it's good. long term, it's good. You can seal them in mason jars, and you can have your juices for you know juice twice a week. Then set yourself up and do. I mean, the best way for us to take control of our health is for us to prepare our own food.
1: I got right? a refurbished uh, o- Omega juicer on. Oh, that's on nice. Amazon. Oh, a few years ago. Perfect. And it, it it's great. You know, when it comes to uh, overall health, the little daily habits can make a huge difference. Take flossing, for example. Seems like such a minor thing, right? But taking good care of your teeth and gums does way more than just prevent cavities and bad breath. Emerging research shows that it can actually support whole body health and may even prevent cognitive decline as you age. That's wild, right? That's why I'm really excited to tell you about this awesome company called Slate and their game-changing three-in-one electric flosser. It's the only product out there that flosses your teeth, massages your gums, and even scrapes your tongue to remove bacteria to promote fresher breath. I've been using the Slate flosser for about a month now, and I'm hooked. Unlike regular floss picks that you have to jam into your mouth, this electric flosser does all the work for you with 12,000 sonic vibrations per minute, really cleaning out them gums. The innovative gum sweeps give your gums a gentle massage to increase circulation too. And let's not forget the built-in tongue scraper to help zap bad breath at the source. So to start one of the easiest and healthiest daily habits with the Slate Electric Flosser, go to slateflosser.com and use the code DRG to get 10% off of your very own flosser. That's 10% off of your easy-to-use Slate Electric Flosser at slateflosser.com slash DRG, S-L-A-T-E-F-L-O-S-S-E-R.com. And the code is DRG. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentous. And they have two that I use every single day creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been opened and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me, I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle, staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, You don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. Yeah. What are some other important things in the kitchen? What are so, you know, we talked about having a juicer we could, you know, hack them up and put them in. The, we got to get cold pressed. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I feel like I got a lot of things on my plate. So then I go, okay, I can't spend an hour and a half making food or making a whole meal. How do we begin to simplify our lives with getting really nutritious, healthy foods. Mm -hmm. What works for the average behind the stove cooker?
0: Sure. Okay. Well, one milk hack that I always like to give, if you want to save some money and not go out to buy five matchas a week or whatever, is homemade nut milk is super easy without having to soak and strain and have a nut bag because that gets overwhelming. So go to the store, find any jar of organic nut butter. It could be seed butter. It could be tahini, cashews, walnut butter, Throw it in your blender, about a fourth a cup with three cups of water, a pinch of salt, blend it. You've got milk. It's so easy. Wow. That's like my favorite hack is taking a seed or nut butter, and then you can get creative. You can make a cinnamon cacao one. I mean, it takes three minutes. You're putting cacao, cinnamon water, and some nut butter. You don't have to get the almonds, soak them overnight, strain them. That you know, it's like a whole thing. So that's like, yeah.
1: Pause before you even yeah. go. Okay, I'm spending seven, fourteen, twenty, twenty-eight to thirty-five dollars a week on almond milks. There you go. You know, yeah. like realistically. Yeah. I go through like four jars or Kay. five jars. Okay. Or not jars, like just like bottles. B- bottles, yeah. Because you know it's so crazy. Like it looks like a lot. I it's, make one smoothie and half is gone. It's not. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, I make smoothies for myself every yeah. morning. So w- so you're telling me I could go get a nut butter. Mm-hmm. And and mix it up with the recipe you just told us.
0: Literally what I mean, literally if you want to be really simple, it's nut butter and water. Blend it. Bam. And just
1: blend it and you it's, have and you have and a you milk. Have,
0: you have milk. Like it's so easy. And you can you can have fun. I mean, make a walnut milk, make a tahini milk. Right, like
1: super right. fun, right? right? Hazel hazelnut milk. Oh. With a with a, with a little cinnamon with on it. A little it.
0: cinnamon? Ooh. You can make your Nutella milk, right? Hazelnuts with I cacao. Love that. Put a little maple in there if you want to jazz it up. You can also use it for your oatmeals and your cereals and Perfect. I mean but- it's it's yeah, it's a game changer once you and that's easy. That takes five minutes. You can make a huge big thing of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I know you were going into everything, but I had to stop yeah. you, and I usually don't interrupt yeah. guests, but this really got me, this it's almond a, milk one, yeah. uh, or, or milk anything. It's one of my favorite hacks to share. What? what any other hacks that come to mind?
0: Okay. So... I'm a big fan of one-pot meals because sometimes you just you don't have time to. And so I like to, in the morning, prepare or like maybe the night before. If you eat meat or fish, you can also use tempeh, but chop up a bunch of vegetables and let's just use fish. I'll put some wild salmon with some chopped up fennel and maybe tomatoes and kale, squeeze some lemon, and I'll have it ready for myself when I get home. And then that pot is ready to just throw in the oven. And I can give recipes. I can share stuff if people Mm -hmm. reach out. But one-pot meals are really, really easy. And then also... I love having organic frozen vegetables in the freezer because, and even as a chef, people are always like, oh, you probably have this big, beautiful, elaborate kitchen and you have, you make all the sexy food all the time. And then I come home and I was like, oh, I have been cooking and feeding people all day and I have no food at my house. So what can I make that's really quick, right? And so I love grabbing a bag of like, let's just say butternut squash. It's already peeled. It's frozen. It's organic. I throw it in a pot with a little water and I steam it eight minutes or something, throw it in my Vitamix and drizzle with, because you need, these are the three things you need to amp up your food, the flavor of your food. Oh yeah. Tell me, please. Because now we've got this plain vegetable, whether it be steamed cauliflower, broccoli, butternut squash. If You want a quick, creamy butternut squash puree or soup. I've got my steamed veggies in the blender and you need fat, acid, and salt. Okay. So acid, pick, anything, lemon, orange juice, apple cider vinegar. I love sherry vinegar. And so I'll put a little bit of sherry, definitely salt. And then while your blender is blending, drizzle some nice olive oil in there and it gives it that quote unquote creamy flavor. And I love serving that. That's like a quick, easy. That's easy. You can make it thick. It can be a puree. Now I sear my piece of salmon. I put it right on top of the butternut squash puree. The whole dinner took me probably eight minutes to make. Ten minutes, so it's just it's good. And I have a lot of purees in my fridge, um, and I want to share some of my favorite spices to use with food. Oh hell yeah! Okay, so yeah. smoked paprika and cumin are two of my favorite combos. And I get like a little crazy at my house because I'll saute my bison with smoked paprika and cumin, mm-hmm. and then I'm steaming some plain cod and water. And so you just add a little smoked paprika to that with cumin, and then what do, what do you need? You need acid, and you need salt little bit of salt and a little bit of sherry or orange on top of that fish, you just took something really bland and boring and you brought it to life. And a good rule of thumb when you're in the kitchen and something you're cooking and something turns out like a little bit more bland acid and salt. Like that's really the first two things you need to look for. Like it doesn't need to get complicated.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, I often have that moment where I sit down and I'm like, I'm ready to eat the meal that I just yeah. made for myself and I'm like, this is bland. It's bland. So, so as immediately reach for a lemon
0: Immediate. drizzle
1: some salt on it.
0: I'm telling you, if you just stick to acid and salt, your bland dish just now up-leveled. it's amped up, literally up-leveled. And so roasted carrots, you have your roasted carrots. They come out of the oven. They're roasted in avocado oil. They're like, God, this is like, I wanted this to be a little bit more sexy, right? Yeah. Drizzle a little bit of sherry, a little orange juice, some salt if you want to get fancy, a little sprinkle of smoked paprika. And now you have a smoked paprika, orange sherry roasted carrot. Sexy food. You, you literally just sex that up in I like 30 that. seconds, right? I love that. I love that. And like, get have fun in the kitchen. I'm like, that's where you start to like play and you can stumble a little and be like, ooh, well, or you make a mistake and all of a sudden it becomes this like new favorite, you know, creation. I always say that my happy accidents are like my best creations.
1: Uh, It's funny. It brings up the happy accident that my dad had when we were little, but my mom was the dominant cook in the house. Right. But I don't know where she was. She was gone for like two, three days. I think she went with her uh, family on some trip or something. Yeah. My dad was responsible for cooking and I'll never forget he made chicken and mistake uh, the spice for cinnamon. Okay. And we had cinnamon chicken. Oh, cinnamon and, chicken. And cinnamon chicken. And I remember I was like, dad, I don't know if this tastes right. And he's like, no, no, I put the, you know, tum- I think he thought it was paprika. Yeah. And it just shows like the, it, like, this is generally speaking, but a man in the kitchen who's mm-hmm. not used to cooking yeah. the, the things that we do. And I oftentimes will be like, I look at all the spices and I'll be like, what do I use? Yeah. Where do I start? Like I in front of me is a is a, a veggie burger grilling. And I'm like, what do I put on this? Do I put yeah. anything more? Right. Yeah. So you're saying paprika, mm-hmm. cumin.
0: And orange is like the best combo.
1: Oh, oh like literally just like shaved well,
0: orange? Yeah, or just orange juice. Mm-hmm. Orange juice. Okay. Yeah, it's like the best combo. Fish, tofu, poultry, meat, vegetables. Just
1: it's... as like a like a mm-hmm. little saucing it up, yeah, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. And we should all have some sort of blender Vitamix type situation. Yes,
0: I'm a fan. I've owned, I feel like, dozens and dozens and dozens over the year as a chef with all my restaurants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's you can turn anything bland... I mean, say you roast your carrots and you over roast your carrots and they're just like super soggy. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to save this really quick. I'm going to throw my roasted soggy carrots, or maybe they're two days old out of the fridge. You're like, this is just not hitting it tonight, right? You're going to throw it in the Vitamix. Maybe you can add a little bit of water with olive oil, or you could do coconut milk. You can make a thick puree. You could make a soup. So it's just, yeah. And then you
1: throw that onto whatever you're right. eating. Right. You
0: Drizzle it on top of rice, right. quinoa, you okay. could I see, I see, use it as a sauce for your chicken, for your fish, for another grilled vegetable. Maybe you grilled some broccoli or you roasted broccoli. Well, roasted broccoli over some pureed, beautiful coconut milk, cumin, carrot puree. I mean, that's delicious. With some pumpkin seeds on top. Right? How did I
1: learn so much so fast? Yeah. This is crazy. Right? Like I feel like all my life I was wondering how to make my quinoa good, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and this is really powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, so... Listen. How about listen? I got I got a little sweet tooth sometimes. Okay. You know I'll come to your, I'll come to your restaurant, yep. right? I'll sit yep. down. I'll have my meal, and then I'll I'll get up and I'll start looking around. <laughs> I'll sort of dilly dally to the to the fridge there. Yeah. I'll start looking at the menu. I'm like, what do they got? Do they have a little like a sweet treat over here? You got these little awesome balls, yeah. like a protein balls, but they're sweet. How do we make a healthy sweet treat instead of buying, you know, just a, a bar of chocolate from Whole Foods and just right. nipping at that after meals? Is there any quick, healthy hack that is going to satisfy everyone who has that little sweet tooth?
0: Okay. So the first thing that comes to mind, which this is something my mom and I do, is we go get the big, juicy Medjool dates. Okay. Those babies are like candy. I like to keep them um, in the refrigerator. If you keep them in the freezer and you take a bite of it, it almost tastes like a caramel without doing anything to it. Freezer freezer. Okay. So, but what I like to do is I like to slice them open, take the seed out and stuff a little bit of either tahini in there or another nut butter. And then like there's clean paleo chocolate out there, like Q chocolate. I love them, right? They're mixed with maple. And I'll heat up a little bit of chocolate and I'll maybe dip, dip it the tahini mm. date into the chocolate. You can pre-do those. And have a dozen of them in the refrigerator. And when you need a little sweet treat, then you've got two of those. They're very fast. You can even put like a nut in the middle of the date and right. dip it in some chocolate. Put a little coconut on top. That's super fun. If you're entertaining, it looks like you kind of took all this time and it's really easy. And it's, and it's fast. And it's fast. And, and
1: and look, you looking at the person who doesn't cook, I
0: actually have done a
1: recipe like this. Okay, nice. Me, my friend and I threw a thing, uh, Valentine's Day um, dinner for okay. all of our friends. And she was the chef-ish. She just loved yeah. cooking. Yeah. And she had me on date duty. Oh, nice. So I remember we put like all this chocolate and I was dipping it and we put it in the freezer. Oh, dipping it, put it in. So I'll tell you right now, it took. first of all, it was fast. Yeah. Second of all, it tastes so good. It's so People satiating. Were like, it's satiating. You know, you get some fiber from the date oh, yeah. too, which is great. Oh, but uh, it's wow. It's a crowd pleaser. So much better than like, you know, going out or like ordering like a piece of cake or something yeah. or, or, or whatever we're looking for. Desserts.
0: Yeah, such an
1: easy one that we can have in our home.
0: It's so easy. And if you're into meal prepping, because that's another way to take control of your health and also prep yourself for the week. So then when you get home at night and you're starving, you're like, what am I supposed to eat? This is so overwhelming. So I always, I love teaching about meal prepping and planning, but you could add your almond milk, some balls, right? I've got easy, easy recipes for balls. They take probably 20 minutes to make. I've taught them to kids. Now you've got all your balls rolled up. They're in the fridge. Maybe you stuff and you do some dates. You've got your dates in there. And then I've got an almond butter, peanut butter cookie. That's literally three ingredients. It's coconut sugar, peanut butter, and an egg. Like that's it. You mix it up in a bowl, you scoop it and you bake it. That alone, anybody That's a non-baker and a non-cook can make those. I can teach it to my nephew, right? You could prep those at the beginning of the week, or that's something you could do on the fly. I mean, the batter takes less than 10 minutes to make. If you have the ingredients at your house, bake them off, they bake for six minutes, and now you have a fresh cookie. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. I also like always having frozen chopped bananas and baggies in my freezer to make an ice cream or an ice cream. And that's really easy too. Frozen banana, with almond butter, cinnamon, and a pinch of salt. You do have to have a nice blender like the Vitamix and a tamper. You don't really have to add any liquid. So you've got three ingredients. I'm telling you, if you're a peanut butter, a peanut butter banana guy, if it's peanut butter, sea salt, and banana, that's all you need it is so it sounds so simple but i've actually been able to serve this to my nephews to sub like their junk junky ice cream yeah, yeah. and then you can jazz it up you can add some coconut flakes or nuts on top or make a sundae or right. drizzle some healthy chocolate on top yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah these are all things you can have in your in your cupboard right ready to go just in case
1: i, I love that and what a way to satisfy a child's sweet tooth instead of giving them, you know, the carton of Ben and Jerry's. This is perfect. Again, the slice of cake we were talking about. It's like, you can have that for your kids. And and what what I'm hearing is all of this doesn't take a lot of time.
0: It does not. These are things I'm saying today that do not take a lot of time.
1: All right, let's face it, with all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's liver detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients, specifically designed If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. Right. right. So so mama's dad's whoever yeah. needs to can get it done, right? And, yeah. and 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 last it for the week. You you saying you could put it in the refrigerator, you could exactly. put it in the freezer, keep it Freeze keep them. it good. I got the bag of um bananas in the freezer all the time because yeah. I put them in my smoothies. Exactly. Right? So easy easy easy. Yeah. Um what you know, I, I I love that we went from restaurants yes. seamlessly into these yeah. hacks, right? Yes. Uh I personally love making healthy elixirs. Mm. I like I like making just drinks that I know have have some nourishing benefit. Yes. Do you make any of these at home? And if so, do you have a recipe, easy peasy recipe? An
0: easy peasy. Well, I have one for digestion. I make at home. That's right. Coconut water and aloe vera juice with a little bit of chia seed and some essential oil. I love that, and so I can share a recipe for that. I also am a big fan of. My sparkling water for like a little bit of like a mocktail elixir. Yeah. And so it's a freshly juiced ginger and lime with honey and sparkling water and mint. Like that's really yummy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm into my mushrooms. I know we're into all the functional mushrooms. And so I love um, blending that up with a little bit of milk and maybe even some turmeric and some honey or maple. And I'll make a batch of that with my homemade nut milk and already have it ready. And then I'll steam that up at night. And it's more of like a warm elixir at night. That's what I like.
1: Yeah. I, so I like an after dinner, like a warm, what am I going to sip on? What are you going to sip on? To really relax me.
0: So I would make something with whatever your favorite functional mushrooms are, your homemade milk now that you're going to be making. You put your cinnamon in there, your turmeric. I put a pinch of black pepper to bring out the absorption for the turmeric. Right, right. Um, you can put um, honey or maple in there, and I blend that up, and then it just sits as like a turmeric milk in the fridge where all I have to do now is put it in my tea kettle, and I've got this really great... I see. Right? You can also do it with raw cacao. So I love a raw cacao drink at is the it, end of the night, it, right? It, yeah. I know we love our a cow. Yeah. And so I'll make that too. Maybe I'll put... Raw cacao, cinnamon, honey, maca, tocos, mesquite—all the things. I'll blend that up and make this beautiful cacao milk. And you can use that for your coffee, obviously. But put that in the right. teacup kettle and warm that baby up. I mean, now you really feel like you're getting like something nourishing, satisfying. It's warm. Sounds very grounding. This it's one, so the, the cacao one, right?
1: So I would say everyone, when your like head is like a balloon, just yes, floating, perfect. right? Those days are the days you perfect. have that cacao recipe. Yes. But I like I like the digestion one again. Yes. What was that? It was water chia. So do
0: equal parts of aloe vera juice and equal parts of coconut water. So you've got say 1 cup of coconut water, 1 cup of aloe vera and then put 2 tablespoons of chia seeds. Now the sweetness is going to come from a little bit of the coconut water, right? And then I love essential oils. So I'll put either a squeeze of lemon juice in it or just like one drop of lemon oil. Mm. And it's just, you can make a batch of that too. I sell that at the source actually. It's one of our favorite. It's called the Fountain of Youth. Oh, I saw it with the <laughs> yeah. chia's guy. Yeah. chia's floating. Oh, and that's a good snack too. If you don't really want to eat or you're doing something with juice that day or you're trying to do more of a liquid diet, yeah. now you're getting a little bit of fiber and protein and you're feeling a bit more satiated because right. of the, the chia. chia's. Yeah. But talk about great for... Elimination and bloating and constipation. I mean, I've always got aloe on hand with my chia and coconut water. You do okay. and hydration. Like it just it hits all the spots for me. Listen, I don't, I don't yeah. even know what else to talk about. We talked about so much and in such a short amount of time, yeah. right?
1: We, we talked about this restaurant industry, the things that we really need to be looking for, mm-hmm. right? The greenwashing, the words that we see, yeah, right. Also how to ask for things. What do we do when we sit down mm-hmm. and we go, okay, wait, hold on. I want to protect myself. Yes. You even told us how to look for chicken and how to look for fish and how to look for eggs. We moved into all of these hacks. Yes. Coffee and matcha we talked about, yeah. moved into these hacks. Is there anything that I'm missing that was really weighing on you that you really wanted to cover hmm. today?
0: I think the one thing that I do want to say is like life is about balance and so we can't live in a bubble. Right. And I do know as someone that had struggled for three decades with eating disorder, disordered eating, that I would not go out to eat because I was so terrified of eating a non-organic food or a seed oil or whatever it was. This was years ago. I'm, I've healed that relationship. But we have to mention that you know, we can't have a perfectionistic mindset when it comes to eating, right? Our bodies are resilient. And so I like the 80-20 rule, like 20% of the time, a couple things might float into your body that might not be aligned. And that's okay for me. I like to talk about blessing my food, thanking my body when I eat my food and saying, thank you body for taking care of what you need and getting rid of the rest. Because you know, I know if someone's listening, they do struggle with disordered eating. It could be very manic, and a affra- friend. This could be a very triggering conversation. It was like, well, what am I supposed to eat and order and and do? And it's like, you're doing the best. Everyone's doing the best they can, and it is about balance. I think today was really ex- exciting to finally shed some light on this, of really just inspiring and educating the consumer, right? Mm. And catching those those sneaky, tricky buzzwords that even get us and we're in I mean, I'm in the business for God's sake and it gets me all the time. So I hope people are feeling more inspired and refreshed
1: yeah and empowered. Um,
0: and empowered. and really, I know something that's really hard to do is is meal prep. and I think we've talked about that today is starting to, you know if you're on a health journey and you're wondering how do I take control of my health, what we put in our bodies is the first is one of the first things. And so you can start to make your own food at home and, then go into the all the other things I it's, love
1: that I love it I know. love it I love it
0: You're, you know uh, you have a book out right I do What's the name of the book? It's called Sexy Nourishing Food to Fuel Your Body, Mind, and Soul. And for me, the book is 90% plant-based. I have one section that's called Bison, Eggs, and Fish. And the only reason I decided to have it primarily be plants is because we're also fiber deficient. I think, I don't know the percentage. I heard a a while ago, 3% of Americans eat enough fiber. And I also want to change the stigma around the word healthy that... People think that it's steamed tofu and broccoli, and they're going to feel deprived and depleted, and it's going to be so bland. And so I wanted to also show how to make plants sexy and beautiful. And you can add that into a company Roasted fish or your meat or whatever you're having, right? And so there's a ton of elixirs, smoothies, smoothie bowls made out of vegetables in the book. There's a glossary at the end that describes all the adaptogens, talk about sprouting and soaking your own milks, like, or seeds for milk. So it goes, yeah, it's everything. So you can feel beautiful too. Yeah.
1: Beautiful pictures. I mean, like, what I do is I look for the beautiful picture that is yeah. like going to catch my eye and go, yes. I want this smoothie bowl of today, right? Yeah, exactly. So everyone go get that book. I mean, it's yeah. a staple in the kitchen. Go yeah. get that book. Yeah. And uh, if you are in Hermosa Beach, yes. you're going to stop by the source. Come and say hi. Say a big, say a big hello, get a nice seat in the sun, eat some food and yeah. then go to the beach after.
0: Exactly.
1: Thank you so much, Chef Amber. Your passion comes (laughs) through your pores. We feel it. I feel it sitting close to you. I know the viewers and listeners are going through the mic, through the wires, all the way down up to their ears, and they're feeling it too. Uh, Thank you so much. I I really look forward to seeing you do this on other podcasts and really give the world what what we need, and that's healing and health and awareness.
0: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.